trending news right now. So coming from the break, uh, Nikki and Stellenbosch are saying it's funny <laughs> on our poll question. I think the brother and his wife are being ridiculous. I didn't realize the kid is still a baby. <laughs> yeah, hey? Justice Mashila also on WhatsApp saying, Morning, my sister Asanda and the Sound Awake team. I'm marking the register in Brayton. An early bird catches the fattest worm. Thank God, team, I'm still alive today. I had a terrible incident last night. Oh, Justice, sorry about that. Uh, hope you are okay. Uh, thanks for getting in touch with us. We also thank God that you are fine and you've survived whatever that was. Uh, the is this anonymous saying hi, my sister. To keep the peace, both should do the job. Everybody will win. That's on our poll question. If the bride should choose the stepdaughter or the niece to be flower girl. Let's get into trending news then with Lorato Sekeng, CEO and founder of Decode Communications. This is where we unpack headlines and hashtags from the past 24 hours. 20 minutes past four is our time. How are you this Wednesday, Lorato? I am well, Asanda. Good morning to you and good morning to the Asanda Weekers. I don't know if you had a challenge with choosing the flower girl for your wedding or if it was a smooth one. Do you remember? <laughs> no, no uh, th- th- thankfully it was not a challenge at all. Uh, the the uh, baby girl from our, our neighbor was our flower girl, and my baby brother uh, was, uh, you know, accompanying her. Yeah, it, it helps when you are an, or an elder or older one in the family and there aren't any other kids behind uh, nephews and nieces and things like that. It just makes it simpler. Okay, let's talk about the hashtag 20th of March today, firstly, as our topic, where the DA has approached police uh, and the defense minister. They are wanting to ensure a peaceful protest when the EFF takes to the streets next week. They say that uh, they want to make sure there's no violence. Yes, the the, uh, Democratic Alliance yesterday hosted a press briefing uh, which was raising alarm about uh, or around uh, the planned protest that is uh, called, or the EFF has called it, the national shutdown. Uh, of course, uh, you know, the EFF has been doing uh, some sort of a countdown, you know, majority of their leaders using their social media platforms to encourage a lot more people to support the march. Uh, of course, last week as well, uh, the Another federation, Labour Federation, SAFTU, led by Zulim Dimavagi, also, uh, you know, putting their weight on the match, uh, indicating that they are supporting the match. Of course, in South Africa, you know, we just saw the scene last week when Nahau was protesting, where, you know, patients were being uh, stopped from entering uh, hospitals, professional, health professional staff also being protected. So uh, that there is a you know a sentiment about uh, uh, marches and protests not being not being peaceful is uh, something that you know the, the DA is not far fetched. So the DA has a point around just the general uh, issues around around marches. But I guess what may have also gotten them to make this call or at least intended to go to the not counting uh, high court is that uh, the EFF had also issued a warning that businesses, uh, small businesses in particular, must close so that they, you know, they protect themselves against any uh, looting or damage uh, uh, to infrastructure. Uh, and and, and uh, uh, why, but also when you look at Twitter, for instance, the, the, the sentiment is, is split uh, for a number of reasons. One, uh, some people believe that 
the DA, you know, their, their host, just their publicity stunt to save themselves from the blushes of, uh, you know, the undemocratic process that they had instituted in Tuami recently, where they had asked uh, 69 of their uh, councillors in, in, in Tuami when they were, they were voting for the, for the speaker. Uh, of, of, of the city uh, to mark their ballots, which is illegal according to, to the IEC. And of course, they then went on to make videos, you know, claiming that, uh, you know, it was the right thing to do, and we even went on further to uh, seek legal advice. And of course, the, the, uh, the result from the legal opinion was that it was an illegal thing to do. So when you listen to the Twitter sentiment, some people believe that. This was just a way of the, the DA, you know, almost moving uh, uh, the, the goalposts so that people don't focus on their illegal move there and, 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 you know, create a new thing where when they involve the EFF, they know that they will get publicity uh, and, and the, the people will then not focus on the, the gaff that uh, they created for themselves there in the city of Tuan. Speaking on that uh, sentiment, I mean, the DA is going as far as saying that they've had huge numbers of calls from concerned South Africans about this march the EFF is planning on Monday. Do you think that adds then to that? Because the the other sentiment would be that all South Africans are frustrated about load shedding. Why would they be calling to say we're concerned about a march, which is something they should be happy is happening, that someone is taking action against load shedding? Does that add maybe to you in your thoughts? to the view and the no. sentiment that this is a publicity stunt from the DA? No, no, absolutely. It is a publicity stunt. Uh, and, 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 you know, we know that in, in politics, optics matter, but also uh, timing matters as well, right? Uh, mm. the, 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 all political, political parties are always vying for, you know, our attention. Uh, and, and in this case, they are also realizing that, uh, you know, a lot of attention is going to uh, the, the EFF, as, as it were. And, and uh, uh, I guess the EFF, uh, rightfully so, they are also uh, really riding the wave of, uh, you remember there was a sentiment uh, a while ago against the, against ESCOM in particular, where people were saying, you know, we are not angry enough. If we're angry enough, People would be protesting, people would have blocked roads, and people would use examples of the matches that are happening elsewhere in the world, particularly in, in Western Europe. We remember there were, you know, uh, the, the matches in, in the UK and, 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 and France around uh, the, the rising levels of cost of living. Mm. And, and, and that, uh, you know, in itself says that people should be taken to the streets when there is discontent and dissatisfaction. And if there's a you know a party that has been able to do that successfully in the past while, and and, and I think the, the other thing that makes the DA's call to be uh, you know more of a of a you know grandstanding and trying to create some publicity you know on themselves mm-hmm. is that majority of the EFF matches uh, besides the one in Brackenfell were have actually been been very peaceful. Remember when they marched along the N1. Uh, when they marched to APSA, when they marched uh, uh, to to the to the CBD, uh, I, I I do not remember you know I do not remember them uh, you know one threatening violence whenever they marched and two you know there being wide scale uh, uh, destruction of property and, and and that remains a common feature in all the marches anyway so it's not a unique thing EFF 
uh, in around protest and violence. Hashtag Rahima Musa, let's talk about that. Uh, the health ombudsman has re- recommended that the Rahima Musa CEO be removed and also to declare the hospital unsafe. This is the Rahima Musa Mother and Child Hospital in Gauteng. So the complaints have been laid against Dr. Nozuko Mkabai, who is the CEO there. What's going on? Yes, uh, in, in fact, you, you know, Asanda, when, when, when I read the story, I thought to myself that uh, while you know this may be a win for uh, those who are seeking, who, you know, who, who require the health services, particularly in this case because it's a you know a mother and child hospital, uh, I think the biggest winner, uh, in my view, is uh, you know a win for whistleblowers. Mm-hmm. You remember last year, uh, Dr. Tim, uh, the mayor, you know, he was suspended after having. Uh, you know, uh, reported the 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 kind of neglect uh, that, that you know was uh, overseen by Dr. Mkabai uh, and, and her team. Uh, and thirdly, you know, the the, the, the hospital went on to suspend Dr. Tim Rademeyer and the health department and the housing health department as well was not helpful in in how they responded to the issue. So there's always a sense of when uh, there's lack of governance. Uh, when there is lack of service delivery, uh, instead of dealing with the issues, there's always a sense of go for the person who would have blown the whistle, right? And, and rightfully so, you know, when you are a doctor and you you you've, uh, you you know signed a hypocritic oath, your your first uh, you know uh, duty is the duty to the patient. And we had seen you know videos that that were were had been circulating, and of course it was not only uh, Dr. Rademeyer. Uh, who had uh, blown the whistle, right? Uh, Ashley Souls at the time, the, the uh, NMC of uh, uh, the Patriotic Alliance had also, you know, shared videos of mothers sleeping on the floor at Rahima Musa, uh, you know, while while waiting while waiting uh, to, to 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 give birth. Quite an inhumane uh, way, you know, to receive your precious gift. And it is good that uh, the, the health ombudsman, uh, Dr. Malakapuru uh, Makoba, one recommended uh, recommended that uh, the, the the CEO, you know, be be, moved, be removed precisely because also one of the issues that they have raised sharply was her absence, uh, mm-hmm. you know, which actually you can call it the religion of duty, uh, as it were. In this day and age, it is expected that. Uh, you know, uh, people work from home, but we know even during COVID, health uh, practitioners uh, and health professionals were the ones who were always working, uh, you know, in facilities. So, so it, it is uh, it's, uh, really, you know, uh, I, I think it's crazy that you'd have a CEO who would be uh, claiming that they can be working from home and, and running hospitals. And we know that it was, you know, uh, uh, neglected mm. and... and badly managed and badly run. It's great that all this has come to light, but it was a year-long investigation. Does it take a year to discover that the CEO of a hospital has been working from home? Surely after about three months, when you realize this person is not even clocking in, that is a concern. In, in, in fact, uh, and, and I think that this is one of the, one of the, the, the good things about uh, this report, uh, the, the, the advantage as well, Asanda, is that they... The, the ombudsman also made findings on the general, uh, you know, response or lack thereof 
by the housing department, right? Mm. Uh, which, you know, uh, using the, the word as symbolic, right? And, and, and that then talks to the greater government, uh, which is not only just about the hospital itself. And, you know, the, 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 some of the questions that, of course, housing department therefore has to answer is, are all the, their health facilities in housing, you know, adequately uh, capacitated, both from a human capital point of view and also, uh, you know, having the required, uh, the, the, the required uh, tools of trade to be able to care for, for patients as, uh, you know, according to the nonsense, nonsense standards. And that is, I guess, what the, the ombudsman also took his time in ensuring that this is not just about the one hospital. We remember, you know, Chambita Hospital is one of those that uh, I imagine many people see it as, you know, when you go there, you don't know whether you'll come back alive or, 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 or not. So, 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 so while I accept, you know, what you're raising around it, there are certain things that you should quickly be able to, to you know, uh, assess and make a finding on. Uh, the problem is rather bigger, and it requires a little bit more deep dive than just, you know, saying the quick thing is to fire the CEO. Of course, what else is there? And I think for me, the, the comfort is that, that, that when you look at the recommendations, they are, you know, far and uh, wide in terms of reaching and making sure that it's not just about the, the one CEO is going to be fired and you believe that things will be sorted. There's an institutional and systemic thing that should be resolved. Okay. Hashtag Bongani Baloi and hashtag Action SA. That's the next one now. Uh, Bongani Baloi giving reasons for his departure from Action SA, the former Action SA Gauteng chairperson. He made the announcement of Monday on Monday that he's leaving. What were the reasons? Yes, uh, the, the, this is the, the, the native who, who really, uh, you know, made all the trouble for Action SA. Uh, Bongani Baloi, with much fanfare, joined the, the Action SA last year, mm-hmm. and uh, he was uh, elevated to being the Houghton Provincial Chairperson. Of course, you know, somebody with an amazing track record as the former mayor of the Midval, uh, and, and, and the young person who's, who's only 35, uh, you know, the, 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 when, when there was an issue that he was going to resign, uh, of, of course, you know, Sunday newspapers had indicated that, um, you know, the, the, one of the most prominent leaders was going to resign. When he announced on Monday, one of those reasons, one of the reasons that he cited was uh, he, he could not understand why he was being demoted from being the housing and uh, national provincial chairperson to being uh, the, the, the national spokesperson. Of course, uh, in the, in the uh, road, media roadshow that he did, he did indicate that, uh, you know, in his view, he had observed that the relationship with himself and the party leader, Kemen uh, Mashaba, had broken, uh, but also he does not believe that it was broken irretrievably, right? Mm. Uh, you know, he was almost painting Mashaba as, uh, you know, that kid from the big house uh, with the ball in the, in the township that, you know, when, when they're not happy, they take the ball and they walk away, uh, kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, but, but also some of the other reasons that he was re- or that, that have been reported up about where, you know, the, 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 the leader, the party leaders, stances on certain policies such as, uh, you know, his stance on migration and, uh, and, and uh, foreigners and illegal foreigners in, 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 in particular. And the last one, which is, you know, almost the biggest one, was uh, the issue around 
uh, Baloi trying to push for a devolution of power from national to the provinces. And I guess that, that, you know, or at least in his view, that must seemingly rub the leaders the wrong way because they were almost seeing him as somebody who wanted to, uh, uh, you know, uh, take some powers for himself such that he's able to operate with a level of autonomy. And, I, you know, in my view, I think that was reasonable uh, to do. You, you require that kind of semi-autonomy in a party, but uh, I guess uh, it, it was, the, you know, end of the road too soon uh, for Bombardier Baloi at uh, Action FA. Okay, where to next? Uh, interestingly, uh, yesterday he was, or the info yesterday, he was, uh, he, he, there was a back-to-back interview with him uh, on uh, JJ's uh, uh, Power to Put on uh, another media platform. Mm-hmm. And uh, just after him, it was the leader of the Patriotic Alliance. And JJ asked the leader of the Patriotic Alliance, if he will open doors for Baloi to, to join him. Uh, of course, he quickly said, no, of course not, he will not, because, uh, you know, there's a difference uh, uh, of, uh, you know, po- of, on positions of illegal uh, migrants. So it's going to be interesting to see where Baloi uh, resurfaces again. Of course, uh, you know, a lot of the politicians seem to try, and, and or actually not a lot, uh, you know, somebody like himself, when he left the DA, he was on some sort of a, a break, uh, and then only then made his his move. I guess you know that may be the approach again this time, where you know it, there's a reflective period. Uh, people call it guarding leaves. Uh, so he may be on some guarding leaves, and only to announce uh, a little bit later. But knowing you know that he's a political animal with the upcoming elections in 2024, and he may want to play a very significant role. So it won't be a surprise to see him, uh, you know, uh, uh, come up at one of the newer players, the uh, Bosa of Musima Imani. Uh, you know, I don't know whether he, he may consider Kalmi House's uh, Redmo. Uh, it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Okay, mm-hmm. let's take a short break. I just want us to go to Rwanda next. There, as uh, the Rwandans are saying, it's wasted money that the Rwandan president Paul Kagame is wanting to put into sports, and uh, we'll get to that after this break. Stay with us. We are with Lorato Chikeng, CEO and founder of Decode Communications. Trending news right now. Continuing with Lorato Chikeng, CEO and founder of Decode Communications. We look now at hashtag Rwanda sports spending. So uh, Rwanda is spending millions of dollars to ramp up its sports infrastructure and to erect some new buildings. The Rwandans are not so happy with the president, Paul Kagame, saying, but uh, this is not the priority right now. Yes. Uh, you know, when, when uh, Paul Kagame's government decided, uh, you know, in, in 2018 to uh, put, some, put lots and lots of money uh, on Arsenal, uh, uh, trying to promote the country, and of course, recently with Paris Saint Germain, uh, you know, it, it it was something that was, uh, you know, almost an interesting thing that was done by an African country, right? But of course, it is it is not unusual in in sports that uh, nation branding or country branding, uh, you, you know, would be found on uh, at numerous media platforms to one uh, put a, a spotlight on. Uh, you know the, the, the country's capability and ability to host uh, 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 international visitors. Of course, 
you know, the the the, the country, uh, Rwanda, has not only uh, uh, sponsored or worked on sponsoring international uh, teams, they've also spent a lot of money on improving the international infrastructure, including, you know, the uh, 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 signature golf uh, course that is uh, designed by a uh, Gary player, uh, you know, costing millions of, of dollars. Uh, you know, the, the, the cricket stadium that was built and also revamping of the national stadium. Uh, but, but, but that is not the only thing that they... And, and this is where I think, while the criticism may be fair from, the, from uh, both the, you know, the activists and the opposition party members, it, uh, uh, it, it, that uh, money is being spent in wrong areas. Mm. If you consider the value and the return on investment that uh, the, the Rwandan government has shown over time, uh, it, it, you know, it, it looks as if it's almost uh, opposition, opposition, op- uh, you know, opposing for the sake for the sake of it, because you know they have gone on to host a, a number of uh, uh, major con- tournaments, mm-hmm. including uh, in 2021 when they hosted the uh, bas- basketball Africa League uh, a, a tournament, right, which was big and, and it was even big to the point where South Africans themselves had said this is a tournament that ought to have been hosted here and not in Rwanda because they're, they're considering uh, the game the that comes with when you have international tourists who bring in foreign exchange into the country, it is good for boosting uh, tourism and it is not just a PR, PR exercise. Of course, uh, you know, uh, somebody who has been in power for 22 years in, in, in Kagame will always uh, also be criticized for, you know, one, how the perception around how he deals with his political opponents. Uh, there's a claim that, you know, if he does not agree with you or you don't agree with him, you know, there will either be an assassination uh, or a threat a threat on, 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 on your life. Mm-hmm. But, of course, the opponents are really raising the issue that when you look at uh, Kigali, you will believe everything that you see in the media. But when you go deeper into rural uh, Rwanda, you will recognize that, you know, there's the, a the, the huge, uh, uh, you know, disparity between the images of Kigali as the capital city and the images elsewhere in the country. And hence, there's this, uh, you know, some sort of uproar uh, in terms of uh, this sponsorship. But also, on, on Twitter, uh, and I guess, you know, it was not necessarily just a Twitter thing. So uh, Paul Kagame was honored uh, uh, by, by Kef uh, alongside the, 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 the king of Morocco. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and again, one may look at it and think that, you know, it was a way of shifting uh, the publicity from these issues that are raised by the, the, the Rwandan opposition parties and the activists. However, this was, this was a, a Kef event. It, it can't be that, you know, uh, Paul Kagame orchestrated it. But I think it was quite interesting that, you know, at the time that this story comes, uh, Kagame is then recognized by the, the mm-hmm. Football Federation. And, and, of course, the story was even bigger than uh, this one uh, around, you know, the, the, the discontent that was raised by the uh, people in, in Rwanda. Well, let's end it on that note then. And we appreciate your time, Lorato, always. Uh, have a great Wednesday. Thank you so much, Asanda, and good morning to the founder of ICAS. Lorato Tsekeng is CEO and founder of Decode Communications, discussing trending news.